Love. Respect. Communication. Loyalty. Keep that talking straight. Loyalty all the way. And trust. Progression. Music. We on the journey. Buckle up. We on the right. We here to give you that connection with the joy and I speak for his. I ain't pressed. I, I know they got it from. I'm here for since we ain't stressed. If you was always yeah. funny. Yeah. But his and hers, hers view. His and hers view. Boy. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's your boy Big Stove back again on the His and Hers show with my girl Mooney in the building. What's up, y'all? Yeah, man, we out here, man, doing it big as we always do it every Sunday at noon. We here, baby. What's up? So, babe, how was your post Valentine's Day? Tell them what we did. Man, we got it in, bro. I was slapping <laughs> them cheeks. This is PG thirteen. That's ain't PG thirteen. I want you to keep our sex life PG thirteen. We were cursing a whole lot at the beginning. I I, I said sex life PG thirteen. It is sex life PG thirteen. I just said I was in them goods. That's it. I didn't go into much detail than that. That's as far as I took it. I didn't tell them how I did it. I didn't say what position I did it in. I didn't say where we did it at. I just said. She got that thing, boy. I wish y'all could see my face right now, how I'm looking at him, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving at that. Hey, I told y'all, man, I'm a different person. I just, I express myself in all types of ways. That's just how I go. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yo, but Valentine's Day was dope, man. We we did some, you know, say on the cheaper side. You know, we got other things to pay for at the moment, so we did it. The Valentine's Day on a budget baller style, <laughs> if that makes any sense. See, like, I'm from Cleveland. Everybody knows that now. But in Cleveland, you can't do what we did for Valentine's Day. It's impossible. How? Uh, oh, because it's snowing. You can't go to the beach in the snow. Can't yeah. happen. But let's let's get that word cheap out of your vocabulary. Because nothing we do is cheap. Well, on my side. It was free. Everything we did was free. Does that does that sound better? Cooking ain't free. You gotta buy the food. But ain't nobody preparing it for us, and so we ain't buying it from them. We bought it from the stove. It don't matter. It's still technically not going out paying a hundred dollars a plate and doing all that stuff, and we could do it all at the house in the crib. Feel me? Mm-hmm. See, that's why I said it like that. It was the low budget baller style Valentine's but Day. But you're making it sound cheap though. So basically, you just... we went we went to the beach, y'all. We enjoyed ourselves in the beach, and then we went to the spa. We pampered ourselves, and then we had a candlelight dinner at home. You see how that sounds compared to it was cheap. She women are so stuck on this whole cheap thing. Just let's just a word. I'm not saying your bag is cheap. I'm not saying your clothes well, is people, fake. People I'm, take things literally. I don't give a flying f u c k. You don't give. Well, how did I do it on my album? F V-C-K you. about any of that. You don't. It ain't nothing to worry about. It's In just a eye. word. Forget what people talk about. I don't care. I'm going to do what I got to do. Period. Pimp. Yeah. Like I if said. If only we was on video, y'all. But anyway. But yeah, no. The, the Valentine's Day was dope, man. Like, what did y'all do? You know what I'm saying? Like, we going to have to have like some type of 
questionnaire at the end of this show. I want to know what all y'all did so I could prepare for something to do next year. Because I swear, bro, when you're in a relationship and you got to do it every year, thinking about what can you do to top the year prior, <laughs> it's not that easy. Especially when I proposed the year prior. So how could you top that for the years to come? It's really not that easy. It's a lot harder to do. So at the not end of this, really. you run out of stuff. If your but now, if you got a budget for it, you can come up with stuff left and right. Do this, that, and the third. It happens. But when you living on a budget, a, a real budget, not I just sold a bag of weed and got ten grand back budget. Like not that type of budget. When you living on a everyday nine to five budget, options get kind of few. You run out of restaurants because you've been to every restaurant already. Then it's like looking for a new restaurant, but then you don't want to pick the wrong restaurant because of the food bad. It's going to terrorize the whole day. Mm. So that's already a strike. Then about places to go. You done seen every movie that then came out. A lot of people. I never done... wanted to go to the movies on Valentine's Day. I don't really do the movies. I just do it for you. A lot of people still do the movies. Okay, well, maybe. That brings... Nah, I know. She never told me this, y'all. I did tell you. You just don't listen sometimes. Bull crap. I told you I feel like going to the movies is very high school. I've been told you that. Whatever. Okay. Well, we high school then. <laughs> Only for Marvel. See, look, look. If it's Marvel, she'll go. So that's, that's still <laughs> high school. Yeah. Whatever. Marvel is for kids. What? What? No, not exactly. Not exactly, but basically, yes. You, you but gonna, I'm you a Disney get, kid at heart. So. You're going to get people cussing us out. Well, it's not for kids. I watch it faithfully. I just said I watch it too. Uh-huh. For the kids at heart. Mm-hmm. Get it together. Mm-hmm. But nah, y'all. So finding dates on or places to go on Valentine's Day can be tricky. Especially when you live in areas where there ain't much to do, Cleveland. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all. I'm wait, sorry for y'all. Wait, hold on. So you And you still got this Cleveland mentality, too. I do. Because there's plenty of things we can do in Miami. I, it is. I don't go nowhere. I stay in the house. COVID. got it. But um, it's a lot of stuff to do here, yeah. But I was saying about places that ain't here. It's really, you know, it's different. And just to tag off of Cleveland, because this made me mad. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, the NBA Hall of Fame, not Hall of Fame, the NBA All-Star Weekend is going to be in Cleveland this week, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you already know that the Cleveland clubs close early, way earlier than any other entertainment area in the U.S., okay? Mm. So, the mayor decided that he's going to let only the hotels open till 4 a.m. No other bar, no other location, no other nothing can open past 2 a.m. and miss out on all those people coming in. That's fucked up. Well, he also want to keep people safe, I guess. You can still do something wrong before 2 a.m., so safety ain't got nothing to do with it, especially in Cleveland. I'm speaking of people that stay at the hotel or whatnot. But that's okay. I understand. If you want to be at the hotel, that's fine. But he's telling all other businesses, all other bars, party centers. But don't they close at 2 a.m. anyway? I'm confused. Yeah, but for <laughs> All-Star Weekend... He's only letting hotels stay open to four. He's not letting nobody else stay open to four where it could be so much more money flooded into the city. And he's keeping it for big business only, period. Basically saying you can't eat today is what I'm saying. Well, the way y'all stuff be open, I don't think y'all be wanting to eat at 4 a.m. anyway. You don't know how many after-hour places they got. Oh, my God. But you just said y'all close at 2 a.m. By law. 
<laughs> By law, oh, they no. close at 2 a.m. All those after-hour joints, they stay open till 6, at least. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, when, when they come and knock on the door. Well, it's probably going to be more after-hour stuff that's still open till 4. So, it is what it is. Y'all just going to do what y'all did before. Yeah, but they're going to be cracking down on it more now that the mayor said you can't do it. See, before, they just let it slide. But now the mayor saying you can't do it. So they're going to be driving around the city making sure ain't nothing else open but these seven hotels that are downtown. Only the seven hotels. Well, good luck to y'all. I just wanted to say that, y'all. I ain't had nothing to do with the show, but it came out like yesterday, and I was like, that's messed up. That's one of the reasons I move. Ain't that many opportunities in Cleveland. But Miami? Everybody eats, B. That's what I'm trying to say. Ain't nowhere near our our rents down here. Ain't nowhere near us being cheap or poor. We pay too much for everything. Yeah, yeah. They, okay, it's, get it's, it together. It's, get it's it expensive together. here, man. It's yeah, it's a lot going on here, man. A whole lot. Let's going not deter from the topic of the day. Cause I no, I'm gonna get back into it. I'm gonna get back into it. So the topic for today, y'all, and. We said we was going to keep it PG-13, but with this title, we kind of can't. for the sex life. Uh-huh. My personal sex So, life. the topic of the day is bros before hoes. And sis before sticks. Man, y'all like how we put that together? It's about to be crazy. <laughs> we talking about friendships and relationships, man, and how yes. they play out. So, one of the first things we want to get into is that brand new relationship. And how you treat your friends or how your friends treat you. Now, I'll go back to a story. I was uh, 17, 18, 19, somewhere in that area. I was dating this lady and everything was cool. Everything was great. But um, when it came to my friends, I'm not going to lie, I ghosted them a lot. I mean, they hated me for it. It'll be a time when my boys would be like, yo, bro, let's go to the court, man. We about to go who shoot some hoops and go over and go holler at something else and do this and do that. And I'll be like, all right, bro, I'm on it. Let's get it. Until my lady calls. Soon as she calls, babe, I would like to go to the movies. You know, Dream Girls just came out, and I think it would be great if we both went to go see it. Me being the happy-go-lucky person that I was, okay, babe, let's go. <laughs> And then my boy's like, Stove, man, where you at? We about to be at the court. Hey, bro, I'm going to have to meet y'all next time, man. I'm at the movies with my girl. They hated me for it. I mean, I even think they hated her a lot more because they knew the only reason they did it is because she wanted me to do it. But that's how I was when I was coming up. I really put my friends on the back burner. I'm surprised a lot of them are still friends with me to this day as many times as I did it. Mm-mm. But I was that person. I was I would put out for my shorty if my shorty whatever she wanted, I made sure she had it. I don't care what my friends wanted to do. That was me back in the day. Bae, do you got any stories? Well, that's a good boyfriend. I, I will admit you to that. But on my end, um I definitely ghosted my friends a couple of times when I was younger when um they wanted me to come over. <laughs> She had her stick appointment. She ain't want to cancel. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I was going to say, I don't remember doing that, but I do remember doing that when I go way back in my younger 20s. But, you know, they did it too. We all did it to each other, so it's understandable. We did. We did. We all did it to each other, but I, I don't know if it was just my friends or if it's just friends in general, but they hated me for it. 
Like, I remember I got jumped Mm-mm. by my friends mm. because they found out that I ghosted them for a shorty. Um, now, I, I don't know how old I was, um, but this was back in my heyday where I was like the man and everything. And oh my, um, <laughs> my boys was like, yo, let's go to the studio. We got some songs we got to record. And I was like, I ain't going to make it or I might be late. But I'll catch y'all in about, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes. And they're like, all right, bet. Clearly, I never showed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason I never showed, it was an opportunity that I couldn't pass up. I couldn't pass it up. It was a threesome, people. I could not pass that up. Who's going to pass that up? You did it play it. out that way? <laughs> it did not play out that way. But that's what they told me on the phone. Was like, this is what's going to happen. It didn't happen, you know, it was messed up that it didn't, but my friends were looking for me, and they knew the shorty that I was doing that with, right? So, (laughs) they went over her house looking for me. Her mom's was like, stove ain't here. They went to stove house. Mind you, I'm at home. My parents are at home. I Yes, I, I know. They're at home, and I probably shouldn't be trying to do that. But they couldn't hear me if the door closed and the pillow was over their face. That's one thing. But anyways, so my parents let these ignorant Negroes in the house. And the only reason I knew is because someone, Jason, Jason was like, Stove, where you at? And I was like, ooh, I hopped up real quick, closed my door. Yo, don't open this door. I ran to the middle of the stairs. They running up the stairs. They like four, five deep, and they jumped me on the stairwell because they knew I was with a woman. And that's where I, that's how I used to treat my friends when it came to women. You know, I would ghost them in a, heart, in a heartbeat. I mean, they're my bros. They understand. They would do the same thing if it was them, but it just so happened nah, to always nah. be me. Nah, it was different because it was business. It was different because there was what? It was business. Y'all was recording. Man. Nah. That, that ain't. That ain't. That ain't whatever. I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess you could say that. But. Yeah. It was an opportunity. I thought it was going to be my first time. You know what I'm saying? It, even though it didn't happen, I was like looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, oh man. You know, every guy has that one chance when they're like, oh man, I don't got another chance. I got to take it. And that was one of those times, even though it didn't happen. So it's kind of a waste. But, you know, shit happens. Any more stories? You got one? I don't have as much stories as you do. I got so many, man. I could, we could have a story time, and it'll be an interesting day. Because the things that we did when we was kids. We don't want to know. It was. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I did have my times when I was ghosting and canceling on my friends. But... We did it to each other, you know. We know we we had we already knew like, yo, I'm finna go here, I'm finna go there. Let's do this, and then they called me like, oh, we gotta do this. It was cool because we was always together, so we didn't have to jump nobody for it or nothing like that. We understood the code, and that's what it was. I wish, I wish my friends didn't understand the code. They just was like, no. Probably because you was the main one. Yeah, I guess too. Sure. Doing it, and they had the code, and you didn't. Yeah, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, it ain't my fault that I had people and they didn't, okay? But anyways, that's a whole another story. It's okay, baby. Don't I tap. Was, I was going to go there, but I'm You not. was going <laughs> to tap my shoulder. Just don't. 
let's talk about friendship boundaries. Let's just get off of that whole subject, okay? <laughs> let's talk about friendship boundaries. We talk when we say boundaries, we're talking about that blend between your girl, your dude, and your friends. Yes. What can go down, what cannot go down. Honestly, depending on the friend, I don't even want you in the same room with my friend when I ain't there. Depending on the friend. And then people be like, well, that doesn't sound like a friend. Yeah, I get it. But I had some grimy people back in the day that I were always that cool as friends. Understandable. I had them that was just great friends. But they if great it was then. like... If it was like a new girl that you wasn't like you wasn't in a relationship relationship with, well, that's but that's, you was messing with. They would still try to throw their shot. Well, if she a slider, she for everybody. I mean, and vice versa. Yeah, <laughs> but that's my slider at the moment. Don't be trying to slide in while I'm in the slide. I feel you. People nasty. You know, wait till I'm finished in the slide, and you can go ahead and get your slide Trust on. Trust me, I had that situation too. <laughs> Matter of fact, ooh. You nope, tell I your can't. Whole life story. I can't. I can't tell it because I told him I wasn't gonna bring it back up. Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna leave that one alone. Yeah. Cause that one, that ooh, 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 y'all lucky. I can't say it. But we ain't talking about just sex. Just calm your ass down. Okay? I wasn't just talking about God that damn. either. You see how happy he is right now? Just calm down. There's so much stuff that happens. It's okay. But anyway, <laughs> this topic was supposed to be about friendship boundaries. How when you're in a relationship and you really feel like. You know, this may go for the long run. And you know, your friend is very protective of you. They don't want nothing to happen to you. How do you blend the friend and the relationship? You want everybody to, you know, be kumbaya with each other. How do you do that? It's levels. It's honestly levels to it. You know what I'm saying? So what's your levels? And I'll get on mine. I mean, first is, the the first thing is the meetup. You know what I'm saying? Let them meet. Go out to like grab drinks or whatever together in a a nice cafe type area where you don't have too much noise behind you and meet each other. That's the first thing. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of friends can tell who somebody going to be to you in that first meeting. So that could already start off the, the blend right there is that meeting. And then after that, I, for me, I just go with the flow and see how it pop off. I don't really put much more de- the definition behind it. I just go with the flow until I see a red flag. And I'm like, ah, we don't do that. We don't do that. Same that ain't something we don't do. So that's usually how I take care of it with the blend. You? Basically the same. In my instance, I have two male best friends, you know. They're like my bros. And <laughs> when, my, when you first met my dad, I'm telling the story. When you first met my dad, he was like, do such and such agree with this relationship? Do they like Mike? Do they this? Do they that? And I know Mike felt some type of way about having to be approved by the bros, which is my friend. You told me you did. I didn't feel that much of a way. I was just like, damn, that's different. But once I met <laughs> once I met her friends, can I say their name? Yeah, you can. They probably Once I met Jerry and Jermaine, it was like, oh, they cool as fuck, man. Hell yeah. What's up, bro? How you doing? Let's kick it. Yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and Jermaine, especially, we go hoop or whatever. Then me and Jerry will just talk. He he just likes to talk. So, it, it made it very easy to be friends with her friends because they were, like, very mellow. But they are islanders, which is different, and I love it. I'm going to learn some stuff one day. <laughs> one day. I swear, I'm going to be a, a bona fide Jamaican, Haitian, American. Yes. Without I blood. friends that's Jamaican and Haitian. Brethren. Mo fire. Booyaka. So, let's 
talk about friendship boundaries when it comes to friends that you smashed. Alright, so with friends that I smashed, because I know she's looking at me because I have one that I've smashed in the past, and she's looking at me crazy right now if y'all saw the video. But there's also boundaries. You set those boundaries early, you know what I'm saying? Let them know, hey, it ain't that type of party. We can still be friends, but all of that other stuff on the slide, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's dead. We ain't going to do none of that. So you just build up that friendship. And it also helps for that person to either talk to the other person, your your significant other, whatever, because then they'll feel a lot better about even letting that stuff go on when she understands that there's nothing in between y'all other than a friendship. Okay. Oh, nah, nah, nah. Don't get quiet. <laughs> nah. Because sales. at the end of the day, if I had a friend that I smashed, I don't think you would be happy-go-lucky about that. I wouldn't care. It was the past. You cannot change what happened before i met you okay so i would not care as long as they know you ain't smashing no more my guy <laughs> as long as they know that and don't try it again i don't care what y'all did before i came do sometimes like if i'm sitting there thinking about it like oh man she had another dude behind her and this nuts was grabbing her butt cheeks yeah like you be that, that all but the that's time. all dudes <laughs> not just people you was friends with that's any dude you ever slept with i'm gonna think about that but it's your past i cannot judge you on what you did before me and if you became friends with that person still that's okay because i'm telling you right now there's a whole lot of friends out there that have either seen their friend naked before they got in a relationship or maybe even did something with their friend, that don't mean that they're not a good friend anymore because you did I that. Agree. You I agree. I just know you talking all this shit whenever I have somebody. That... I, you keep saying whenever you have somebody, but you don't have nobody to make that comparison, so you can't even say that because I'm telling you right now, if you did, I would not care. How can I care about your situation when I know I got friends I smashed before that I'm still friends with? That's hypocritical. I'm not about to do that. Okay. Mm -hmm. She about to go find a friend, y'all, just to just to no, test not. the test the waters. I'm not gonna find no friend. But no, I don't. I honestly don't have a problem with it. Okay, I just feel like it will be different because every would. time you say, "Oh, I can't imagine you being around such and such," you always say that. So that's why I'm like, I. It's I just because in my mind, it's not something you want to think about, but. It's also something you can't change if they're in the picture as a friend. I'm not about to say you can't be friends with them because y'all did that. Like, no, I'm not about to do that. Who am I to do that? That happened way before I was even thought of. Now, if y'all smashed after we became boyfriend and girlfriend, then, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be an issue. But it happened before me, so why would I even think about that? Yeah, nothing happened during you, okay? I know. I'm not saying you did. I know. I'm just saying. Okay. Just to clear the ass. We okay. on podcast. Okay. You keep forgetting that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Whatever. But, all right, y'all. So, we talked about the blend. Now, we want to talk about should I stay or should I go? When I mean should I stay or should I go, we talking about those friends. All right? Because some friendships are toxic as hell. It's hell. You're talking about some relationships? And relationships. But we're talking about the friends on to the relationships. So when it's like like how we touched on friendship boundaries, okay, with relationships. Should I stay or should I go? We're talking about those friendship relationships. So like if you're the outside friend, mm -hmm. right? And you're like you was telling me earlier, if you're the outside friend and one of your friends is going through something that you're giving them advice about mm -hmm. and they never listen. <laughs> Never. 
Never. And go right back to what they was doing. Mm-hmm. And you realize the input that you're putting into the friendship is just not feasible to keep it going. Should you stay or should you go? I say you should stay and you should just know the boundary that you have to put on that friendship. All because, you know, they're going through their own little thing. That's their journey that they have to go through. That's their journey they have to overcome. You cannot force yourself into somebody's situation. So, I've had a situation in the past where uh, a friend's boyfriend was very abusive, taking advantage, this and this, this and that, crowded me every single day. This was in my 20s. And I was trying to actually make her leave, well, trying to help her leave because she would beg me and beg me and beg me. And come to find out, she got right back with the asshole. So it's like, why am I putting my energy into y'all situation when you're going to do what you want to do? So I should say, you should stay with your friendship. If they need advice, you could give it, but don't give a lot because they're not going to listen anyway. So just be a listening ear for them. You know what I mean? That's how I would do that. And you know, I, I kind of piggyback off of that until it gets to a certain point. So it's like, I know you're going through something, and you might come at me a certain way. And me being a friend, I'm going to be like, you know what? You saying that out of anger, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to still stick by your side. I'm going to give you a little bit of time, though. But I'm going to still stick by your side. That's and, a different situation. Though. And then <laughs> you had that person that decides that they want to burn that bridge by taking it to another level. That's when I'm like, you know what? Peace. Of course, when your friend is talking on the side of their neck to you, that's a whole different story. But when the friend is not doing that and they actually want the help, but they physically and mentally and they mind don't want to break away from the thing, that's a completely different story. Now, if the friend being an asshole to you, that's different. It is what it is. Cut the ass off. Cut them off. Cut it. Cut it. Ooh. Cut it. <laughs> Cut it. Yo, I'm serious, man. Y'all gotta don't don't leave those toxic relationships. Or friendships near you. You know what I'm saying? I know they say, you know, keep your enemies closer. Da, 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 da. That ain't one of those things you want to keep closer. Because at the end of the day, they become moochers. Biters. Drainers. Uh, yeah. Y'all ever seen Harry Potter? Here we go. <laughs> the Death Eaters? That's what they become, my guy. Oh, goodness. The <laughs> Death Eaters. I don't know nothing about Harry Potter, so I just shut up on that one. But my Harry Potter fans, y'all know what I'm talking about. They drain your soul. I guess. I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, so everyone's heard it before. Everyone know, knows about the topic. So what do you feel? Bros before hoes and sis before sticks. What's your take on it, boo? What do you feel about... Bros putting they bros before the chicks that they talking to or sliders. Or, in other words, women putting it before they johns or whatever y'all call levels. it. It's levels. When you were sliders, you could put the hoes and the bros and the sis before the hoes and the sticks if they sliders. When you start getting into uh, legitimate relationships, you know, you got to let your friends know, oh, I'm getting serious with buddy, I'm getting serious with my lady. You know, we're going to be doing more, but you know, y'all still my, y'all still my crew. Now, when it get to the marriage, you got to get in where you fit in, boo-boo. What if that slider turns into your boo? 
that's that's why it says it's levels. Oh. If the slider get to the boo, oh. then you got to follow the levels. Oh, okay. I honestly feel I love my brothers to death, but, you know, if you're a real friend, it shouldn't even matter about the whole bros before hoes or sis before stick. Because I'm letting you know right now, if I got mad feelings for a shorty, you get no love. That's fucked up. But not in my case, because I'm the I'm the shorty, so. <laughs> and, but what, let me let me break it down. So when I say you gets no love, it's like if we got something planned as a crew, all right. If we got something planned as a crew, and you give me ample time to schedule that time with the crew, I'll I'll try my best not to break that off because we made plans way prior. Mm-hmm. But if you come at me like the day before, I agree now. And then my lady be like, we got some, I want, I'd rather you do this. More than likely, I'm going to be with doing my lady. You know what I'm saying? I feel the same way. Because I'm laying up with my lady. My lady giving me the Johnson Johnson. <laughs> so, I'm not getting that from my friends. I don't want to see that all the time. Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> especially when you got live-in booty. Like, why would you want to, come on, man. You know? Oh, Jesus. Friends understand. Like, bruh. If you wanted to be with your chick, I would not come at you and be like, bro, nah, we should kick it. Go kick, it, go kick with your chick. Mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, come holler at me. We're going to do something. There it is. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of dudes out there, y'all, y'all butt hurt over the wrong stuff. It's all these women out here. Unless you like men, that's your thing. But for the ones that, you know, go get a chick. You'll see the difference when you're in a relationship. A, a lot of these relationships. Yeah, like a lot of these dudes ain't in relationships. Not the sliders. Once you get into a relationship with some substance behind it, you will understand why the whole bros before hoes thing doesn't make sense anymore. So that's I just want to say that. That's that's my that's my mature side giving you that. Not my yeah. big stove side, because my big stove side is like, where the hoes at, nigga? Alright, I'm done. You still big stove. So. No, 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 no. Old big stove, not new big stove. Okay, say it like like that. like Thank Cleveland big stove, not okay. Miami big stove. It's a different big stove. All right, as long as we got it clear for the airways. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Yo, so speaking of more so relationships, let's dive into those business relationships. Jesus. Let's <laughs> dive into mixing business with friendships. Mm, mm, mm. Where a lot of friendships get broken, dealing with business and personal. Talk about it, because you've been more in the business than I am. I, I've been alone. Listen, now. listen here. I'm going to tell y'all like this, and I'm going to be completely transparent right now. I've lost a lot of friendships due to business. Okay? It was either them trying to mooch off me, they wasn't getting enough out of me, or I just had to leave them alone because I seen they was mooching off me. So, it's very tricky. I'm not even going to lie, even with this podcast, starting this podcast with Bay, I was kind of like iffy. But even though I know we're in it for the long run, I just didn't want to jeopardize anything. But as it's going, everything's going well, so we good. But you have to be careful with this business relationships and friendships so the thing about it is is that going into a business with a friend that is very difficult but giving your friend a game shouldn't be that difficult 
It also depends on the friend's reaction to you giving them the game. So, it's a tricky situation mm. entirely. Mm. But if you got the game to give to your friend, at the end of the day, they may get in their feelings. If they drop the ball, that's on them. You gave them the game. You gave them the blueprint. Let it be that. Don't babysit them the whole way. Give them the bullet points. Give them the videos. Give them this. Give them that. And the thing about it is, is that I, I just want to give a shout out to my one of my best friends, Zimmy Moore. She's a psychiatrist. We've always been talking about her building her business for years. And she's finally building her business and successful with it. And I am so proud of her. So it may take a couple of years for your friends to grasp the aspect of being their own boss and building businesses. But if you really care for that friend, like I said in the beginning, you're going to be with them regardless as a listening ear. So what you got to say about this business relationship? I mean, having the business, okay, so boom. I could use back in the day when we I used to have a rap group or whatever. Technically, it was a business. We ain't make no money. Yeah. Thought we were. But, you know what I'm saying, it was still a business relationship, and they were also my best friends. And I wouldn't say that as friends the relationship ended because it hasn't. I mean, we're kind of distant now, especially because I live in Miami. But it hasn't changed that much because we were still as distant as we is in Miami as I was when I was in Cleveland and I was down the street. But it's basically developing a way to trust each other because when you're in a business relationship and you are in there with your best friends, they feel that they can do things mm-hmm. because that they're your friend. Mm-mm. You know, especially when it comes to my graphic design business. A lot of my friends hmm. think they can get the freebie because we're boys. That no, right. that ain't how it go. Because if you talk to another graphic designer, you're going to pay him full loan. <laughs> Why you can't pay me? Like, when I had to up my prices because I moved in expensive-ass Miami. Yeah, I feel to realize it's Everybody was like, no, nah, bro, them, them Miami prices. I'm like, but I live in Miami, so you got to pay Miami prices. Y'all got to understand, Miami right now is the highest um, living wage in the USA. Like, it's hard out here, man. Just it's remember th- that. Okay. Very. So <laughs> when I up my price, there's a reason. I ain't trying to be a, you know... Be extra, it's because I need my bills paid, pimp. So when it comes to my friends and my businesses, they all, it's almost, honestly, it's almost just the same as if you go to a black-owned business. Mm -hmm. They feel, since we both black, I could get that five-finger discount for the 10, 15% off. But but if you go into, like, Gucci or something, they ain't giving you no discount, you ain't even asking for it. Mm. So treat your friends better. Know that there's a business relationship and there's a friendship. If you have to intertwine the two, there's boundaries that you should not cross. Don't try to treat somebody like a whole different way just because they're your friend, man. Give them that respect that they're also a business owner and treat them with as such. Don't treat them as, hey, man, look, I'm going to go up in here and I'm about to steal everything because that's my friend. He going to let me do it, but I bet you won't do that at no white people's though. Mm-hmm. And I bet if you ever got into your business and you was on the hustle, you wouldn't want your friends to treat you like that either. So always remember, treat your people how you want to be treated. When you down and out and you building your business, you don't want to keep giving out for free. 
You want people to pay you. Pay me? You got to pay me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and so other relationships that happen in the workplace. I put this status up a, a, a couple of days ago talking about what jobs or careers mm. do you feel everybody's sleeping with somebody? And it's crazy how long the list went. I it's mean, every from job. hospitals, fast food, especially fast food. Cause call I t- centers. Uh, yeah, call centers. Uh, what else? Somebody even said the law office. I was like, really? I wouldn't expect that. But uh, Everywhere. It's everywhere. Everybody's sleeping with everybody at the job place. Yep. And it was so, you know what? It's so funny. I used to work at McDonald's. And I, I'm like, I was shocked that this happened. Because it happened on the job, bruh. I was 20 years old working at McDonald's. This new chick came in there, man. New employee. She had the dumps. Everybody was looking at her. Because no matter what pants she wore, you, she couldn't hide it. And you would think one of the co-workers would try to slide just like everybody else, right? Nah, bruh. It was the manager? The manager... <laughs> Slid on little shorty during the work shift, back room in the freezer, bruh. In the freezer? Oh, in the freezer, bruh. They was smacking skins in the McDonald's freezer, bruh. Oh, my God, bruh. It was so crazy. Because everybody was still during the work shift. It was during the daytime. You know, it's people coming in and out getting their food. And we like, yo, where the manager at? And they said that he had to go in the back to show the new girl where all the stuff was in the refrigerator. I'm like, oh, okay, bet. But when it turned into like 15, 20 minutes gone, we like, uh, it don't take that long to say it. it's right there on the top shelf. What's going on? <laughs> so somebody went back to get the manager because somebody he had to handle something up front. And when he went back to get the manager, he opened the refrigerator door, bruh, and all he saw was <laughs> crazy. Well. Wow, at work though. So you mean to tell me you never did it at work? I never did it at work. Mm. I never did it. I thought about it, but I'm too scary. You are. I'm (laughs) very scary. I don't try to fold if I feel like I'm going to get caught. I don't try to fold if I feel like somebody's going to see me or I'm going the wrong hood and somebody's going to shoot me. I don't do it. I second guess everything before it happens. And that would have been one of those things where I was like, nah, man, I'm too tall. Where am I going to hide at? I'll stick out like a sore thumb. They'll see my big ass. You know what I'm saying? And then i also make noise. So they're going to hear me screaming. So I don't want to have that on my conscience. You know what I'm saying? That's why I wouldn't do it. So your business relationship and you at work, is it just your coworker, your friend, or your associate slash slider? Did you have any at work? Yes, I did. Oh, we talk about it. I ain't talking. I need to know. I knew I wasn't the only bad one in this relationship. Talk about it. Go into minor detail. I want to know. I did it at work. What what job? I did it at work. Nah, man. What job? I did it. Was it a call center? No. Was it a fast food place? No. Oh, then it's probably something if you said it, then the other person would know that you're talking about them. I get it. Okay. Dang. <laughs> Just though, I'm not scary. Did you did you get it at church too? 
Heck no. I, I know some people that be getting it in at church. I swear I don't understand how y'all could just do that, but I know some people that did it. You, you, so you got it in at work. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. In other places, but in other places, wait a minute! It's not for everybody to know. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I just thought because she always told me she was goody, 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 goody. Granted, other than you know kicking it and going to clubs and stuff, but. I didn't know you were a nature girl, too. I'm a nature boy. I didn't know you was a nature girl. I'm just not finding out. In my 30s, out. hell no. In my 20s, hell yeah. Okay. All right. I just learned something, y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just learned something. I ain't mad at it. It makes me love her even more because I'm like, oh, we I about to. I'm telling you, you just don't remember because uh, I told you several You things. never told me that, but it's okay. It's I okay. Did. It's okay. It's definitely okay because mm-hmm. now I know we going to be smashing everywhere. No. We can do it anywhere. We can do it in the shower. Okay. Both my body dripping with Now, if I press pause on this thing, you're going to scream. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Look. So, friends and their kids. I said in and their kids. Friends and their kids. Oh, my goodness. Let's talk about our friendship, relationships, and the children that they bring into it, people. Oh, all of my friends made me a godfather. (laughs) Every last one of them made me a godfather. But what is tricky to me, because if I was to discipline them in some type of way, other than my goddaughter, I could do what I want to do to her. She know better. But (laughs) all my other, like, god kids, if I was to put my hands on them, they mumbers or they fathers will feel some type of way. And I feel like that's messed up. As friends, I know I'm not your mama. I know I'm not your daddy. But if yeah. you put them in my care yeah. and they are running amok being hard-headed brats. Now, if your kid's bad, they need, they whooping. I'm tearing that ass up. I'm pulling out the the, the whopper with the race track. No, not the race track. That leave marks. But they going to get their butt toe up, babe. What you feel about that? About the friends and the kids that they bring around. Are you allowed to parent them? Discipline them? Or you just let the parent do everything? The, the friend? I Okay, if, if the child is bad, I just tell the child to the parent because... See, see, I'm a Gemini. I'm nice. I go from extremely nice to extremely crazy. So I try not to get too close to the crazy. So I will let the parents take care of it. Like the situation where we went to the magic show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would have I would, I did much more. But I just left it at that. Told the parent. And I'm so glad you wasn't around. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, I got a short fuse. And I don't deal with disrespect. Especially from no damn kid. I don't care who parent you are. Or your kid or whatever. If they're in my care, they gonna get some. I'm not gonna like physically put my hands. They wasn't in my care. I just seen them. Yeah, but I'm like, you gonna respect me? Period. I may not put my hands on you because you're not my kid. But if you talk crazy to me, best believe I'm gonna snatch your little ass up. Best believe he was talking crazy, but I put him in his place, so it's all good. See, that's why she said I wasn't, I would have snatched his ass up. <laughs> and his father would have looked at me crazy for a second. But he deserved it. Get his butt <laughs> snatched the hell up. 
for what he said to my shorty. You know, these kids, especially today, they got mouths for days. And don't nobody say nothing. I'm not that somebody. Yeah. You know, even when I was a teacher, my students knew. You don't mess with Mr. Stover. Because he going to come at you correctly. And the crazy thing about it is, in parent-teacher conferences, mm -hmm. the parents would come up to me and say, thank you. They're acting so much better because they know they can't act up outside of the house. Especially not at school because somebody going to check them. And that was me. That's crazy, though. Like, y'all, I don't care if you my best friend, my, my friend that I just met. Okay, maybe not a friend that I just met. Okay, that's a little far. But if you like my best friend, we've been hanging out for years, and then you had kids, especially if you name me Godfather. I'm I'm practically father other than the genes. So I if agree. a kid come at me crazy sideways, I'm not wasting two seconds on that ass. <laughs> I'm not about to plead with you. I'm not about to bargain with you. I'm going to snatch your little ass up. And I'm a big dude. You get snatched up by a six, seven dude, you gonna understand life real quick. That's probably why they don't want you to do nothing. They, they gonna understand. I don't care. Shit, they care. They, they gonna understand real quick. <laughs> Let them come around Uncle Stove talking that rah rah. Uncle Stove gonna put their ass in check. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I ain't got time. And it's funny talk about that now because I'm an adult. Like I knew yeah. I was that badass kid when I was younger. But as now I'm an adult, I'm like no. I knew what I used to do back then, and my mama would not have it. Yeah, you told me you still scared of her to this day. Hell yeah, I'm still scared of moms. I understand. That's one of the main reasons I'm never going to be in a jail situation. Moms had that foot on my neck since birth. Okay? You ever got punched in your chest so hard you slid down the wall like an episode of 007 getting shot? <laughs> Them the kind of whoopings I got, bruh. You was a big dude. I don't care. Mom's used to, her hands are just as big as mine, people. Okay? You get hit with them things, bruh. It's bricks. And she got 20 <laughs> years of the army under her belt, bruh. She was bred for it. Yeah, she was. Mm-mm. I'm still to this day scared of moms, man. That's good. You know, like some, hey, I'm hey. Call mama when I need to. Hey, when you about to do something <laughs> crazy, even as an adult, and you know, if you've been scarred by your parents, you know that they'll do something crazy to you. Even to this day, if you're an adult and you're about to do something, you know your mother would not want you to do. Before you do it, you either think about what your mother going to say. Mother or father. Or father. Or you looking over your shoulder to make sure that they can't say that somebody saw you doing it. Okay? That's the parenting we need to come back to. Cause you are your parents' representation. Man, look. Point blank, period. Man, that street light come on. Whew. <laughs> Better bring your ass on. Mm -mm -mm. It was it was trouble. Trouble. I'm telling you. That was one of them times. But we are about to call it quits <laughs> on the show for today, man. We had so much stuff going on. I I was about to start talking about stuff that we got planned for other shows. Cause when when you're so comfortable doing this, you just talk, man. That's what I do. I just talk. Yeah, and, you do talk, babe. And it starts going in a whole bunch of stuff. That's why I started a podcast, because I like to talk. I know. We know. <laughs> you know, when you had them classroom participation things, and they had to make you do, like, a presentation in front of the class, and they say do it for 30 minutes is your limit, I would always go, like, 50. I don't know how to stop talking. Well, people, I want to let you know 
that with me, you'll always see me. You won't hear me. But with Big Stove, you're going to hear him and see him. You gonna, you can't miss my big ass. Lord. Six, seven, size 15, 275. So if you all see me out in the streets, I'm just quiet, period. Yeah, so she, don't think I'm bougie like Mike did when he saw my Instagram. She's still kind of bougie. A little bit. A little bit. A little lot of bit. But whatever. But I can afford <laughs> my bougie lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. anyway, we are closing the show out. So is it still bros before hoes? Nah, man. It ain't bros before hoes, man. That ain't how we playing it, man. It's my boo before you. Ooh. That's it. <laughs> hey, don't forget, man. Y'all got to come out every Sunday. The show runs all week. So, granted, the show is not live. All right? The show isn't yes. live. But it does come out every day. You can check it out. And it stays on there. It's saved, y'all. So, y'all can check old shows. If you miss one, it's going to be there for y'all to see it. You know what I'm saying? So, make sure y'all go in the polls. Hit us up with some questions. Let us know that y'all paying attention. Interact with us. We will interact with y'all. That's how it's going to go. Every Sunday, 12 p.m. is a new show. And with that being said, it's your boy Big Stove. And Mooney. And this is the His and Hers show, baby. The His and Hers view, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> the His and Hers view, baby. <laughs>